Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Tasty Tidbits Podcast. Get ready to receive rich, well-seasoned, and tasteful tidbits to transform your life. Each week, Dr. Tiffany comes to you with inspirational encouragement and thought-provoking interviews to help you revolutionize your walk with God. Are you hungry for more of His presence? Then get ready. And now, your host, pastor, author, and motivational speaker, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Tasty Tidbits. I'm your host, Apostle Dr. Tiffany Watkins. I want to welcome you again to listening in to the podcast on today. I'm glad you were able to join me on this week. I want to talk to you guys for today about surviving under the pressure. Man, this is something that I believe that everybody needs to know because daily we are trying to go through and survive many pressures that we are experiencing in life today, especially with the COVID-19, especially with all the deaths that is happening and just all of the things that we have to deal with on a daily basis that we don't know how we would get through it had it not been for the help of the Lord. Um, But I want to talk to you a little bit about how to survive under the pressure and because there is something about when we get under pressure that I realize that if we be able and if we are able to overcome in the midst of pressure there is always a blessing on the other side if anyone could tell us about pressing under the pressure, it would be the Apostle Paul because the Apostle Paul was able to survive under the pressure. Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 23. And it says, are they serving Christ? I am serving him more. I am crazy to talk like this. I have worked much harder than they have. I have been in prison more often. I have been hurt more in beatings. I have been near death many times. He says, five times the Jews have given me their punishment with 39 lashes with the whip. Three different times I was beaten with rods. One time I was almost killed with rocks. Three times I was in shipwreck that they were wrecked. And one of those times I spent a night and a day in the sea. In my constant traveling, I have been in danger from rivers, from thieves, from my own people, and from people who are not Jews. I have been in dangers in cities and places where no one lives and on the sea. And I have been in danger from people who pretend to be believers, but they are not. Wow, I know we've gone through that. I have done hard and tiring work. I know some of you work, many of you work many hours, long hours. It says, and many times I did not sleep. Lord knows there have been many times that I have not slept. And I know there have been many times in your life where you may have been experiencing things and going through things where you were not able to sleep because you had so many things on your mind. He also said, many times I have been without food. I have been cold and without clothes. And there are many other problems. One of these is that, the care I have for all the churches. I worry about each group of believers every day. I feel weak every time another person is weak. I feel deeply upset every time another person is led to sin. But if I must boast, I will boast about the things that I show 
that I am weak in. God knows that I am not lying. He is the God and the Father, Lord Jesus, and he is worthy to be praised. Then he goes on in 2 Corinthians 12 and finishes it out. In verse 7, it says, But I must not be too proud of the wonderful things that were shown to me. So a painful problem was given to me, an angel from Satan sent to make me suffer so that I would not think that I am better than anyone else. I begged the Lord three times to take this problem away from me. But the Lord said, My grace is all you need. Only when you are weak, can everything be done completely by my power? So I will gladly boast about my weaknesses. Then Christ's power can stay in me. Yes, I am glad to have weaknesses if they are for Christ. I am glad to be insulted and have hard times. I am glad when I am persecuted and have problems because when I am weak, then am I really strong. So what is Paul really saying here? And the more we go out in life and the more we experience things in life, and me personally, I've come to understand that the more pressure that you experience is, is an opportunity for you to see the power of Christ rest on the inside of you and on the outside of you. Uh, I had situations that actually happened this week and last week, almost kind of throughout the month where it was just... Like some people say, if it wasn't one thing, it's another. Of course, you don't supposed to speak that. But, you know, we have those cases where things are coming in and out of your life and you'd be like, dear Lord, what is going on? But it was at a point where it was just like, this happened, this happened. Somebody calling me about this, 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 that. And at the same time, I had not got enough rest. And so I was being, you know, just stressed out. Things were just happening. And it was just like so much pressure. I could feel it all over my body, all over my head, you know, just over everything. And I was just like, Lord, I, I, I need you to take it. I can't take it anymore. I need you to help me. And then the next morning I had to get up and preach the word of God. And I said, Lord, I don't have any more strength. You're going to have to preach through me tomorrow because I don't feel like preaching. I don't don't have the strength to preach you know I just need some rest so I need you to stand up in me tomorrow because I can't do it well I'm here to tell you when I got up that morning after I prayed that prayer when I got to the service the Holy Ghost was in that service so that truly in my weakness God stood up in the service it was so high that when I began to preach the word and just begin to speak the word that people were instantly getting delivered in their seats and getting breakthrough. And the times like that, it seems like when it's the most hardest, uh, the most pressure, when it makes you feel like you just want to pop. If you can ever get through it under God's strength, then you will be able to make it through it and you will see the blessing on the other side. And then after that service, I had got a call. Uh, somebody gave their lives back to the Lord. Then somebody else wanted to sow a seed and there were several things that it began to happen after that that was a blessing but had I got out of position and got into myself I would not have realized that I got to stay in God's strength so that I can see what the end is going to be so I encourage you to begin to stay in God's strength even in the midst of pressure because there are going to be many things that you're going to go through in life and there are going to be many things that you're going to experience but remember it is God's ability in you 
That word weak, when Paul began to talk about it, when, when I am weak, then you are made strong. I want to look at that because this is the secret in order to not pop under pressure. And we're going to look at what that word weak meant in the Greek Bible. That word weak means asthenio. And asthenio means to be without strength. It means to be powerless and it means to be needy. And so when you get in a state of asthenio, when you get in this state, it means that you become powerless. You're not able to do anything. And so God's strength, his power, the power of Christ rests in this asthenio state. And so the key is to get in this state every time you feel like you want to give up that the power of Christ may rest in you because in this state is where the power of Christ comes from. It means you are needy. It means that you need God. When you're at a state where you feel like you don't need anybody, where you have it all together, then the power of Christ can't rest within you. But it's truly at that point where you say, I almost want to throw in the tile towel if you don't help me, God. How many of you have ever been there? It's like, God, if you don't help me, then I'm going to throw in the towel. But if you call on his name, like Paul did, God will always show up and his power will rest upon you in your asthenio or your weak state. When you are in your weak state, there is always conspirators or the spirit of, uh, and how do I say this? There is always a conspirator that has been sent out against you to cause you to get in the weak state, whether it's something that's being formed in the spirit realm. When, when you look at conspirator in the dictionary, it talks about an evil plan formulated in secret by two or more persons. And so the enemy oftentimes sends out a conspiracy against you to cause an evil plan to happen, to get you off course and to cause the pressures to come in in order to, for you to miss out on your blessing, in order for you to miss out on your harvest, in order to see where God wants you to go. And so many conspirators have been sent out against you in this season, but we bind them by the hand of the Lord and we plead the blood of Jesus against the enemy over your life because the spirit of the conspiracy will not be over your life in this season because God is going to teach you how to get into that weak state, that asthenial state, that state where you become powerless and God becomes powerful. And when you get to the place when you let God know that you can't, he will show you that he can. So Paul experienced all of these things and he went through all of these trials and tribulations just like we go through in life. We go through all of these trials and tribulations. But the point is all of these things that happen to us, it only comes to get us agitated and worried and frustrated and upset. And it gets us to the point where we don't want to do anything anymore. Sometimes you may feel overwhelmed or burdened. And at times you feel like you're at your breaking point or you're just feeling like it's just rising, rising, rising against you. Everything that could rise against you is is rising against you. But what you have to realize is that you got to be like Paul and say, I'm going to boast in my weakness. There's nothing that I can do about this. So God, I know this is your opportunity to show up and be glorified in my life. It's not just a, a cliche and it's not just a word out of your mouth, but it becomes something that has been birthed in your spirit to understand that once you've passed that test one time, and once you've seen God on the other side and the blessings that come with it on the other side, and the strength that he builds on the inside of you, the more the hits come, the stronger you become in God, the more the power of Christ rests upon you. 
Daniel understood also how to get into that asthenio state where he was weak when he went through the lion's den and they were conspiring against him because they were jealous of him and they begin to conspire against him and come against his prayer life and that's what the enemy does he comes against your prayer life he comes against your trust in God he comes against all of those things but Daniel in the midst of the pressure he was under pressure that if he did not pray then he realized that if he, he could be thrown in the lion's den and killed because he decided to pray but even under the pressure of death Daniel decided to be weak and get in that asthenio state to where God I'm not going to stop trusting you and this pressure is on me and death is around me but I'm going to trust you until the end and so he did that and the Bible says that God delivered him from the power of the lion my God and so there are many lions in your life that rages against you but that power of the lion has no power over the power of the Holy Ghost in your life that's why you have to rest in your weakness knowing that when you are weak then Christ is made strong through you and the power of Christ rests upon you in this state and also Jesus got into the asthenio state, that weak state, when he was tempted in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights and Satan came to tempt him. But each time he gave the word of God and he trusted in what God's word said and he gave himself back to God because he was weak. He had not eaten. He had not drunk. There was a place where he was at a weak place, but because he allowed his weakness uh, to be in God's strength God took his weakness and put his strength upon it and he was able to endure the temptation and once he endured that temptation the power of Christ rested upon him the angels ministered unto him and he was able to go do miracle signs and wonders and fulfill the call for which God had over his life so I want to encourage you today to know that God is with you. You have the power to survive under pressure. All you have to remember is to surrender yourself to the Lord and begin to say, Lord, I give it all to you. God, I can't do it in my own strength. I don't want to do it in my own strength. But Father, I am at my breaking point. Father, I am at the point where I've been praying and I'm ready to see you move. And God is saying, are you ready? Are you in your asthenio state? Are you in that state where you're saying, I am too weak, but I'm going to rest in my uh, weakness because I know power is Christ. The power of Christ will rest upon me. And so I want to encourage you today to know that God's power is with you. Get in that state where you can truly surrender to God and watch his power come through you. The more the pressure, the more the affliction, the more God will begin to move in you. It was in the Bible day. And when we get in the look in Exodus, it says that, that when Pharaoh began to afflict the children of Israel, the more he afflicted them, the more they multiplied. There is a power in affliction. There is a power in enduring under pressure because that key is that asthenio state where you become weak and you become dependent upon God and then that becomes the supernatural key which unlocks your deliverance from freedom your deliverance for breakthrough your deliverance for healing your deliverance for answered prayer whatever you've been seeking God for God begins to go in and some may say well you know I've been praying about something and it didn't come to pass but God built character in you if you could 
never endure, he'll build character into you. He will cause you to be a witness to others. He will cause you to help others. But we have to understand that God will be with us if we allow him to be our strength and our weakness. We have to learn to survive under pressure. And so if we could ever get to that state where we become powerless without in ourselves and say, I don't have the power, but God has the power. I don't need myself. I need God. I don't have any strength in my own strength, but I trust in the arm of the Lord. Then you will begin to see the hand of tides change for you. And so I encourage you today to know that the Lord is with you. And I speak that the hand of the Lord will begin to cause you to be stronger in him as you trust in him. So I want to pray for you today right now. Father, we thank you for every listener that is listening under the sound of my voice. We thank you right now that you're going to cause them to get into a state of asthenio. That word is A-S-T-H-E-N-E-O. This is the Hebrew word for weakness, Father, which means that we are dependent upon you. And so for every listener that is under the sound of my voice, Father, I ask for their weakness, O God, in you to be made strong by your power. Help them to trust you and know that you are there with them. Help them to depend on you and know that you are always there. Father, I begin to speak against the conspirators that are speaking over the listeners and we decree and declare the mouth shut, the power of the lions shut over their life. And we thank you for the power of Christ that is resting upon each and every one of us, even every listener on the line. Father, we thank you for opening up their eyes to see where their victory is. And Father, those that want want to give up, we ask you right now to give them supernatural strength to be able to endure what they have to go through. Those that are the oldest in the family and have to endure a lot of things. Father, we ask you, oh God, for you said, cast our cares upon you for you careth for us. And so we thank you right now that as they cast their cares upon you, Father, that you are lifting them up, you are raising them up, and you are causing them to be strengthened out of Zion for such a time as this. Now, Father, bless each and every one of them under the sound of our voice. And for those that are not saved, Father, we ask you to send someone across their path to minister salvation unto them. And I pray that they continue to walk in your goodness. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, people of God and all of my listeners, I thank you for joining in again. If you do not know the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior, just accept him into your heart today and just let him know, Father, I am a sinner, but I know your son Jesus died on the cross for my sins. Would you come into my life and live inside of me again? I let go of all of the things that have held me back, that have held me bound. Or maybe you have been in a state where you need to repent because you were saved and you back slid and you want to say, God, I want to rededicate my life. I ask you to do that today and allow the Holy Spirit to come in and let him fight for you. And he surely will do that. Well, people of God, I'm going to let you go. And if you prayed that prayer, just begin to email me uh, or comment in the uh, section below and I will get you a special gift. Well, next week, we have a special series that we're going to talk about. I'm going to have one of my pastor friends on, Pastor Sherelle Williams. We're going to be talking about the singles, and we're going to talk about singles and how to live saved for the Lord as a single person, because Christmas is coming around the corner. We know that some of you are single yet dating, but there are also those that are single and not dating. And so for the month of December, we're going to just give the singles some 
tidbits on how to endure during this time of Christmas. And for those that are in relationships, although you are still considered single, how to continue to keep yourself holy before the Lord so that we can be used for God, for his glory. And we're also going to talk about for those that are single pastors in ministry, we're really going to address those type of issues and just be real and talk about the issues that we deal with. You know, God doesn't take your hormones away. He doesn't take your desires away, but how we can put those desires under the subjection of the Holy Spirit until God sends that right mate. Well, I love you, everyone, and I look forward to joining with you again on the podcast next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to Tasty Tidbits with Dr. Tiffany Watkins. If you're enjoying the show, feel free to subscribe, rate, and share with your friends. To learn more about Dr. Tiffany, check out her blog on goodreads.com or visit her website at www.renewedfaithministriesinc.com. Until next time, stay blessed.